0: Welcome to Catching Foxes. Yeah, guys, we did it, finally. Uh, sorry for that. We've been kind of gone for the past month. We've had some craziness going on, but everything's back on order. Uh, what does that even mean, back on order? That was weird. <laughs> Regardless, we're back. We are ready to go. We will be releasing all of our episodes on Friday. So every Friday, be on the lookout for a great podcast from Catching Foxes how it's going to work is we're going to alternate between ones with interviews and ones where we just talk uh, with us. So keep the questions coming, hit us up on, on Twitter and on Facebook. We have a lot of cool stuff coming down of the pipeline. So stay tuned. So stay tuned, keep on listening and thank you so much for being a part of all this. You guys are just incredible. And I really do want to thank all of you, even especially those that we don't know. Thank you so much of, um, Oh, for listening it is super cool and you know what? and even if we do uh even if we do uh talking to you tom uh you guys are great thank you again you guys are awesome all right so gomer last minute had to back out of this so this episode is just um it is just me and my good buddy scott uh, he's one of my he's one of my best friends and we talk about how awesome the force awakens is so uh if you have not watched The Force Awakens, I don't know why you are listening to this podcast, but just so you know, massive spoilers. Uh, we talk about the whole movie. We go into a lot of really cool stuff. We talk about uh, why it's so great, what it means for all of the books, which I thought was the EU. Now, it's, I guess it's called Legends. I don't really know. Uh, Scott and I have a really deep, long friendship, and we are rather crude. So uh, there's some cursing on here. So if you don't like cursing or have kids that are around you or if you're at work put on the headphones don't play it around kids uh we're trying to cut back on that on catching foxes but i don't know it's just we want to keep this as real as we can we don't want to i'm i'm getting really tired of our our projections to a society that includes things like instagram and on facebook and we do it within church all the time so if we could all just kind of relax i think life would be a lot better anyway so here we go catching foxes the force awakens star wars review i just said that backwards whatever who cares enjoy it guys star wars is awesome again thank you for listening Woo! awesome okay guys yeah, so here we go we're here we so actually i should probably back i should probably backtrack a bit I do not have Gomer O with me. Instead, I have a return guest co-host Scott, who also has a last name that shall not be named. Say hi to all the kids, Scott.
1: Hey, kids. This is a, no, no. This is a new Scott, not the Scott whose last. Oh, name this is a, this
0: is a, a this is a, a new Scott. So when he says like shit, piss, damn, or hell, um, not the old Scott.
1: That's right. And I just happen to so live in the same that. place and sound exactly the same.
0: Exactly. So just just another redheaded a- um angry guy from Boston. So uh w- what are we going to talk about, Scott?
1: We are going to talk about Star Wars and all Star its Wars.
0: Glory. <laughs> the Force, the uh Force Awakens. We saw it so I don't know there's a really good chance. So we were going to actually record this with we're, we're going we're going to have Gomer here tonight, but he so he's out um, at his wife's family's house out in Missouri. That's too bad. And yeah, I know. And and so they, they don't ended have up internet doing there. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he, <laughs> this is the thing. This is how committed we are. He brought his podcasting stuff to, <laughs> to his, to his in-laws house. And so we were going to record with you uh, tonight. And then I think they offered to watch his kids so they had like an impromptu date night. So they went and saw Star Wars again.
1: Well, I guess I so he's, give him a pass.
0: Yeah. So he's currently um, watching it it again. So we'll probably do another, me and him will do another a review show on it. But we're, we'll probably, our goal would be, if that's going to happen, to take it in a little bit of a different a direction than what ours is. But we're not, but like ours isn't like planned out or anything. So we'll, we'll just only make sure that we don't. That it's not just like a repeat, but it's a pretty,
1: pretty. So basically, you don't want. to, Basically, you don't want to like watch a new hope again, which is kind of what we did for some of the movie. <laughs> but with yeah. Your so podcast. okay, let's.
0: Exactly. Let's start with that. Um, okay. Well. No, I actually want to start g- with a
1: little bit of theology at my theology of Star Wars. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So I was Go thinking ahead. about it, and. and um, the best way that I can think of to say it, and if any priests listen to this and can tell me if uh, this is sacrilegious, they can uh, let Gomer or Luke know and tell me. But um, I was thinking about like at Easter, there's like that line. So I thought about, um, "Oh, happy fault, oh necessary sin of George, <laughs> that gave us <laughs> such a great <laughs> redeemer."
0: That's perfect because it really so. Uh, did you see the thing that we put on our Facebook, if if not, it's fine, you asshole, of um, the thing that was on The Simpsons from 2009 where they had a sign for, for another Star Wars and they called it The Apology? <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Yeah, it, it was... Uh, sorry about that. It was absolutely perfect. And so, yeah, this actually... This completely... I don't care about the prequels anymore. They're now just like a, eh, yeah, that was just really, really dumb. We, so we really, have the stuff now. This is really funny
1: actually, because right before we started talking, I I'm reading, um, the novelization of attack of the clones and I'm like 25% in and it's like phenomenally better basically. Cause George Lucas can't ruin
0: it with like CGI. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. It like, I, they didn't, I'm trying to think if there's anything in the prequels that they either borrowed from or that they referenced, and there really wasn't anything. No. I, I can't think of so. All right, so you watched this. When did you watch this? On Saturday morning? Saturday night. Okay, on Saturday night. So how much did you know about it going into it?
1: I didn't know anything. I went on media blackout. For ever he since did. it re- it was released, I didn't like read the news. I didn't go on Facebook. I didn't do anything because I didn't want anything. I didn't even want people to tell me if they thought it was good. I wanted to know nothing about it.
0: Yeah, what did I tell you? Because remember, you didn't I, end up telling me anything. No, and okay, okay. So by the time you by the time you had watched it, I watched it twice. Because I bought it, I bought our tickets for opening so, so sorry for, um, on Saturday in the morning and then I think it was like last Tuesday night I convinced Aaron to go to an opening showing at 730. So we ended up going twice in a matter of three days and it was completely worth it.
1: Yeah, I mean, the so second like, time So what were your was, first impressions? Second time was really cool, too. Um, I mm. mean, I, I, the first impressions were, obviously, I thought it was awesome. You know, I mean, that was at the end. I, I just thought of, like, you know, because, like, a, we went out to a bar after and talked about it a little bit. But, like, I felt like there was so much to say because, you know, I felt like so many things were done right. I felt like, I, in comparison to the prequels... You know, which is sort of like, kind of like what you're looking at it through the lens of. Um, Mm -hmm. But I just felt like it was much more about the people. I felt like, like even the fact that like most of it was like close up, right? Like when they would battle the stormtroopers and stuff. It wasn't like this pulled back CGI million stormtroopers against whatever. No. It was just like Mm. 20 guys, you know, on the screen, 20 characters on the screen at once instead of like... Thousands, and even like it's that very... thing was so right.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? We should stop, stop. uh Really quick. If you have not watched Star Wars, stop listening. This is going to be spoilers out the ass. So, uh, like I don't know why you're listening, but if you haven't watched Star Wars and you don't want to know anything, do like do not do not even like listen. Yeah, I. Um, going back to the idea of that, it's it's that it, it, it is a very intimate film. Uh, From the immediate get-go, you you you've got that big shot of the you know it opens up spaceship. That's really you know that's okay. And then what I loved about it, which we which we were able to experience in, I think it was the first trailer, was you saw the like we saw all of the stormtroopers in. They were actually inside one of their transport ships. And just like the overall like, feel of it and the tone was was completely different than any other Star Wars film, but it felt like it was Star Wars. Yep. It definitely goes, you know, and I I'm sorry.
1: No, no, anyway. it it definitely did. I, I actually, you know, you say in that I remember both times seeing it how cool I thought that was of mm-hmm. them going down. Because that's so not necessarily like like, a vantage point you've ever had from the Stormtroopers before. They're always just there. No. Mm. You know, mm. so.
0: Yeah, it, um, so let's start with, we won't go through the whole plot per se, but I do want to start at the uh, beginning. So they got so, um, were there any trailers that it, that interested you at all? The you trailers? Yeah. I mean, anything f- of interest?
1: Oh, in the movie. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, so I saw it twice in two different theaters, and there were a couple of different, but most of them I, I kind of like Like after it, like uh, our friend Peter, he was sitting next to me, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I, I, all of these look terrible. There was like, was that fifth wave movie trailer in yours?
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh, that looks so unbelievable. Like, I, I at one point in time, i over to Aaron, and I went, thank God that everyone's attractive during the apocalypse. I, well, yeah, the thing is, really. is, like,
1: somebody that went with us was like, oh, that looked okay. I'm like, dude, it's about a 12-year-old girl who joins the <laughs> army and fights off aliens. This is like, was that, this should wait, be done by that? MTV. It was Peter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Peter. Um, oh, Independence I, Day was friggin'. I got goosebumps. Oh, Especially when they pretty. did brought in the speech from the first one. I was, how like, just I was ends, pretty amped yeah. up that's
0: that's i mean i 'm sure that's going to be bad, but I want it to be like this will be a like a really good time
1: yeah it'll just be like a thing you, it'll just be fun I, I mean it, yeah. when you think about the first independence day i mean it 's not like it 's like a groundbreaking film it 's just like fun if you were a teenager in high school when it came out i went, so yep. this is so funny yep. I went with a The second day, I went with a bunch of high schoolers from, um, you know, the church I work at. And one of the kids was like, is that like a remake or something from some movie? And I was like, oh, my gosh, dude, I watched this movie in high school.
0: I'm so old. (laughs) You son of a. (laughs) You don't even know what this is. (laughs) (laughs) Literally came out 20 years ago. Okay, so it, it opens up. You ha- you had the whole Lucasfilm thing. It was a little bit weird to not have the 20th Century Fox thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was just a little bit weird, but that that's fine. Or whatever. Like this was a you know I'm over it now. Then it basically opens up. I got I got. I'll be honest. I had a little. I was pretty emotional once it came on the screen. Like it, you know, when they had the he was like Star Wars thing. I was just like, holy crap, this is happening. And that first line, Luke Skywalker has vanished. I was like, this is so great. It's not a trade, a negotiation.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, no kidding. This
0: is perfect. Well, Which because, it was be about, but but you...
1: because it was about the people. Exactly. And not and about, like, like, some tired, cliche, government takeover baloney.
0: Yeah. Like, one line. And I am immediately hooked. Like, what's happened to Luke? Why Why has he vanished? What's going? You know, and it's so, and it was just uh, like once you know again we we, we already talked about the the but it was so much fun. Yeah, like I was surprised by how much, just it was freaking fun and funny. Yeah, really funny, like surprisingly funny. I, I think it's. I mean, I've, I've already heard this. On, I'm, I'm going to have to. Um, make an apology to anyone who listens to other podcasts because I have probably heard three or four podcasts already talk about this film. So I'm bound to over. am bound to repeat them. But I just really like. I enjoyed all of the, all of the new characters so much. So you, it's it really starts with um, Poe, who is Oscar Isaac. I I I think that is his name, right? I don't know any of the actors' names. So, I thought he was great. Uh, he was in Inside... Uh, he, well, he was in this uh, Coen Brothers film that I just absolutely love. And he used to go to Cornerstone. So, that so that's kind of cool. That's a Christian festival that I used to go to. Anyways. And there was like, a bunch of cricket sounds. Um, you probably read the so fifth much- wave at Cornerstone. <laughs> there were kids that probably did. Um... Yeah, just, like, like the, 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 and then they um, had the droid there, BB-8, um, just immediately enjoyable and f- just really, like, when they shot all of the stormtroopers and actually, like, it was it was cool to see stormtroopers be badass. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were doing horrible things. Right. But it was great to see them, like, oh, like, these guys are, like, I'm kind of, like, I'm scared of them. Mm-hmm. Which you don't. I mean, we grew up having. We were able just because of when you know we were both born in the early '80s. So when we first started to watch to watch Star Wars, we saw all of them at the same uh, time. And by the time you get to ret- Return of the Return. Of the Jedi, most of the stormtroopers is always kind of the big joke. Like they're not that good, or they're not that much, not like that much of of like a threat or anything. And these guys absolutely were.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you notice the Wilhelm scream a couple times? I didn't. So, I didn't. so the only time I can really remember is when they're trying to take off with the TIE fighter at the beginning of the movie. One of one of the times, oh, it's, okay. it's very subtle, but it's in there. Um. That, that was just a side note. I think it was the best acted of all of them.
0: Oh yeah, easily, easily. Who, like, who did you like the best in it? I think I liked Finn the best. Yeah, he was. So he's. He was. They're really. This is. This is. Uh, pretty true of all of them. We haven't encountered a Star Wars character like any of those guys. Mm-hmm. Poe's pretty close to Han Solo, but, but like even then, there's a real innocence. Of, it's, it's almost like if you combined Luke with Han Solo mm-hmm. would be Poe. Like He's got a real innocence about him with a lot of bravado as well. And with like Finn, he's all over the map. Right. So w- what was it about him that, he, that you enjoyed with, with Finn? Well, I mean, he's funny. You know,
1: for starters, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I think that his character was written well. You know, even like when he calls Han Solo just Solo at first. I thought I think the interaction between Finn and Solo was so good. So I think that's what I liked about it. The disappointing part about Poe, which I heard one of the reasons for this was because apparently originally he was supposed to die. And so you don't really get a whole lot of them which I would have liked to see a little bit more of him. So I think one of the reasons why Finn is, you know, more drawn to is just because he's in it more. Um, And, like, he just, like, he wants to do the right thing all the time. I mean, he has that little moment where he's like, I want to run away, which actually made... Because a couple people said that about Poe, that he was sort of like Han Solo, but I sort of felt like Finn was a little bit more in the fact that, like, Finn was just like, get me out of here. And that was the way Han was in the first one. Like, he ended up doing Mm -hmm. stuff, but at first he was like, I don't want any part of this. Like, I'll drop you off on Alderaan, and then I'm out of here.
0: Yeah. It was, that's, because I I think his, it's really interesting because they could have easily played his character as a kind of person who just wants to have a friend. Mm Mm-hmm. But in, but in, and 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 you, because you do get, a, you do get a lot of moments with Finn where you go, oh, this is like the first time he's ever hugged a person, or this is the first like f- real like friend he's that. Oh, not like real friend because I, I think it's implied that one of the stormtroopers that dies in the like early attack scene was his friend, right? Or at least was a person he was kind of he was kind of close to, he was kind of close to, and um. By the way, how badass was it when they actually had blood on his on his helmet. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. That was so great. It was just like little small things like that. I was like, that's you we've never seen that before. Besides mm-hmm. on I think besides on the cover of some storm trooper book when they're like all zombies or something like that. It was it was just cool. And um but anyways, uh, going back to the thing. So like when he, so so he really has these moments of where you can see that he's experiencing a hug for the very first time. Mm-hmm. Or that you know he makes one of his first friends, and that could have been his whole arc. But instead, like he wants to get away from the from the whole um, empire. Well, now they're called now they are now they are called the first order. But it's obvious he like he wants to get away so badly from them that when he experiences these relationships, they're just more of an aside or like a really great experience on his trip to get as far away from them as he possibly Ray. can. So and then um, what did you think of Ray? I thought that she was awesome. Yeah, I have, I, yeah. Just... One,
1: there's one thing. So I was in this like kind of comment battle. Do you know? Do you know Taylor, Dr. Taylor Marshall?
0: No. So he's
1: mm-hmm. like this Catholic guy. He has a podcast and stuff. And I get emails from him like about stuff. And he did like a review where like he basically was like worried that it, the movie was going to turn into being like all about feminism or something like that. Uh, and I kind of got pretty heated on the side of like you're missing out on talking about like um the ways that we can tie Catholicism to this movie by talking about something that 's a non issue to me, yeah you know like like, oh, you're, yeah. like you're like yeah. you're creating a fire where there's nothing for no reason, and I kind of like I never comment on stuff like that, but I felt like I had to, and that was kind of like you know one of the things, although I will say real quick, I think Ray's awesome. But what about I don't I don't know if you've heard this, but what about like the fact that all the bad guys are white men, and the two main characters <laughs> that are good guys are a girl and a black man? I um I don't really think it's that big of a deal. Yeah,
0: I, I wouldn't look too much at that. I think it's more. I mean, obviously, Adam Driver is going to be white because he's Han Leia's kid, right. and then you have General Hux who I mean take it or leave Do you it. you think he should have been older. Also... No, I don't. I don't. And here's why. Cause I think that this group who is coming up, they're all pretty young. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's gonna be young people who are gonna want to join an empire like group i don't think you're going to have a lot of i, I think they're going to play in fact these are young a uh, naive kids mm-hmm. who got involved in a thing that was um that was much bigger than what they actually realized kind of like the plot of teenage mean a uh, ninja turtles me nice. your family i am your foot down. okay anyways uh, no,
1: i got gotcha. you by the way, I, was, I, I don't know if you've seen uh, the trailer for the second Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but uh, the, the tr- the, there was a teaser, and it was like the turtles, the turtles, the turtles, and then Megan Fox walked in for like three seconds and ties her shirt into a half shirt and shows off all her cleavage, and I'm like, that's the best acting <laughs> she's ever done. <laughs> that, should be, um, that should be the only line she has in the whole movie because she that- is horrible.
0: That is Michael Bay (laughs) right there. That's what he does. Bastardized um, my childhood. Seriously. I saw a thing where they've got the – I forget the name of those characters, but it was kind of cool to see it in the Turtles preview. It's like the rhinoceros and the pig or whatever. Oh, yeah. That was in the cartoon. That was pretty cool. Rocksteady. Bebop and Rocksteady. And and, and Bebop. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Oh, we are so early a millennials um i, I that's,
1: we could talk about that another time, but I am not a millennial yeah there's yeah. the Oregon have you ever you're read the there. article the if you haven't and you're our age, so you're like in your early thirties, I am talking not just to Luke but to anybody listening. you should Google the Oregon Trail generation because it basically <laughs> describes it perfectly because it sticks us right in the middle. You know, of the two generations.
0: Yeah. Um, The Oregon Trail generation. Yeah, you should Google it. It's a really good good article. All right, so let's go back to the... No, it's... I really hope a lot of people, and I'm talking, like, of the Catholic... I hope a lot of Catholic and Christian right-wing... Basically, anyone who's on the Republican part of the culture war don't get all pissed off about those things because like I never really even thought about the fact that it was a that it was a woman. I just enjoyed her character. It was just I was just, she's she seems Ray seems really interesting. Yeah, well there's like, there's
1: a couple things about that. First of all, Star Wars always has one really strong female character. This isn't like new. You yeah, know, it goes true. back. Mm-hmm. It, I actually made, and, and I know this is kind of weak, probably, but I was like, somebody really ticked me off, and I was like, you know, there's a pretty important story for Catholics where there are mostly male protagonists throughout the history of the story, and then a strong woman comes around and ends up being the second most important in the h- person in the history of mankind, and that's Mary. <laughs> so I think we yeah. all just need to calm down on like. <laughs> you know whether like like who cares
0: yeah i cuz i i never even thought like, about I didn't, it until... i didn't
1: either until i saw that article and then i was yeah. and then i was like come on
0: yeah but she's really it was it was so interesting and i i think it just speaks to how great of a job jj J. abrams did how much i liked those new characters mhm Like, I mean, way more than I thought I was going, like, and that's the thing, because when me and, when, when me and Gomer talked about our, um, hopes for the, up, for the upcoming film, one, what I said was my overall main thing is I hope I care again about the Skywalker family. Right. Because I can remember being in junior high school before the Phantom Menace came out and being right when they started to re-release all all of the movies and all that crap and and just being obsessed with them and trying to read up as much as I could on their backstory because for the most part, that was right around when Heir to the Empire or, or whatever um, came out. And, and I really never got into the EU or now it's called the Legends, but um, I just cared about the Skywalkers so much and the... Prequels really kind of me go, ah, that's uh, well, kind of like, like, uh, yeah. I like Luke, but I like Han and Leia. Yeah. It's cool. and But now, like, I can't, I honestly can't wait to find out what happens to all of these new characters. I can't wait to see them on screen. Again. Yeah. Well, the like, thing, I'm going to devour so much stuff about that. The them.
1: thing is, is that as far as the, the previous characters go, the only person who had a lot of screen time is dead you know so yeah. they yeah. did a really yep. good job at making sure that it was about these new characters and they did it I mean he obviously did it much better than, than Lucas did with the prequels mm-hmm. because, because mm-hmm. Lucas he almost tried to overcompensate for having new characters by throwing like C-3PO and R2-D2 in there and like trying to pull so much from the original trilogy and le- instead of just letting it be what it is yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I, I just thought that was, that was awesome.
0: So let's talk about here about Harrison Ford. Yeah. The first time that I watched this film and I, and I just, and I, I want to get this out of the way. I walked away and I was like, I love this movie. This was such a fun star Wars movie, which is exactly what it is. It is just a kick ass star Wars movie. The only part... Well, there were actually two things that I didn't like. One, I will get to that I really honestly do have an issue with. Now it's kind of minor, but still an issue. But the other thing that I did not like was I went, I don't think I liked Harrison Ford. And part of it was the hangover i think from the last indiana jones and I, I never saw it's, that so i don't know it was it's garbage it's just and it's just it's harrison ford being a cranky old man like it's just it's, just, it's garbage and i was like wow thank you for destroying the other part of my childhood that i absolutely loved george george lucas wow thank you thank you so much um and i really walked away the this, now again this was when this was my first was, was oh first like, viewing of it. Mm-hmm. I walked away going, oh, I don't know about Harrison Ford, though. That was a little bit weird at times. What did you think about him? Like his acting and stuff? So
1: I think that I maybe sort of felt that way after, after the first time. But then when I went and watched it again, I felt what I watched it again. I was like, he really is like, I thought he did a good job. I really thought he was Han Solo. Like, even in yeah. the subtleties of the way that he interacted with certain people and, like, the way he talked to Chewbacca, even he did... He, he was he was Han Solo again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I, I kind of agree with you after the first time, but I think the problem is in the first time, there's so much <clears throat> stuff going on. And it's the first time, and you can focus on other things the second time through.
0: Yeah, and this really was a... This was one of those films, because it, it's... I don't ever go see any movies for a second time unless they are are really like really really good and even then usually I'm kind of bored because I like just saw it so you just to kind of have to space things out a bit. This film was better the second time mm-hmm. that I watched it, which was which was awesome. And w- one of the things I think I had to do was just accept the fact that Harrison Ford is old. Yep. And that Han Solo is old. Right. And so it was just a little bit like, but I had to kind of suspend my, I to just leave, like, why is, I mean, he is 70. When they filmed this film, he was 74. Yeah. And that's. Um, old. It's old. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not, I mean, it's it's not like he's worthless or anything, but when you, you have such an image of, you know, him in your head. Right. And then when I really, when I was able to accept that fact, then it was totally yeah. fine. So you want to talk? So let's talk about this is a, this is a, this is again, if any of you guys have not watched this film, I don't know why you are still listening. We're going to go into the ultimate spoiler of this. Also, of this by the film. time
1: the podcast comes out, it had been out for two weeks yet. So if you haven't seen yeah. it yet, it's your own damn fault.
0: <laughs> Seriously. So Han Solo dies. How did you feel about that?
1: I knew he was going to die as soon as, uh, Kylo said something about the, something along the lines of like I'm being torn into you know will you help me. I knew right then he mm-hmm. was going to kill him. And also I know that Han, uh, Harrison Ford had envisioned Han Solo dying in the original trilogy. So
0: yeah. I don't I don't yeah. think
1: Han Solo was or Harrison Ford rather was really like I don't think he was really amped about doing two more movies. So, No. um, but I kind of, I mean, I kind of like the way they wrote that in, you know, with, with Kylo Ren it, mm-hmm. being back and forth. And it's like, I mean, what's the ultimate way to, to, to show your loyalty to the dark side?
0: Yeah. I mean, or how, like, what's the best way to truly turn? Right. You know, it, it's, it, um, I don't understand there. Are, so when I came home the next day, one of the things that I immediately did was go on to YouTube. And start to watch people's, um, their online reviews Mm -hmm. of it. And I saw one of this girl who hated the fact that Han Solo died. And I just thought, why? Like, of course he does. Right. Like, someone, like, that's, it's, it's, at its best, Star Wars is Greek tragedy. Mm -hmm. So, what better thing to happen in a Greek in like a Greek you know or or it's it is on a, it's on a level like Beowulf What happens at a Beowulf at the end of the at the end of of the book he dies yeah
1: well, and the other it, thing is that like i mean i I will admit i've read a ton of the expanded universe, and there's part of me we probably talk about this a little bit later that's annoyed that like it's basically been all thrown out uh but it's still fun for what it's worth. But like it's pointless to put people in peril when you know they're not going when you know nothing's going to happen to them.
0: Yep, there was because I knew that he was. I had heard that there was a main, not during not during the week that it came out, but a while ago, I heard that there was going to be a big death, and and I knew it was going to be him because because he had always Harrison Ford had always said I I won't ever do another Star Wars. He was really hostile towards it actually. So I think he knows he's you know, at the, I mean I hate saying this but he knows that he's at the end of his career cuz he is getting older. And so I think too this was like his goodbye or kind of not, not his, I mean I would almost say this is this is his you know, his swan song. This will not be the last movie he's ever going um, to make, and I hope that he makes other great films because I love because I absolutely I will love Harrison Ford. But he is Han Solo above anyone else, even Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. He is Han Solo, and so to really do another, uh, and to really do another one, the character has to die, right? Because he can't keep doing it, like you're saying before, and. You know, if he wants, if he, if you, if he, if he's only going to do it once, he then has to die right. because, it, it, and and, and almost, I would, I would almost like argue that in order for the stakes to be high, he needs to die. I think. Yeah. So I wasn't. I mean, like, do you think? Well, I, actually, this is really cool. So when he, this is how good Harrison Ford is. When he, when he screamed Ben. It was like the perfect dad's dad scream of like you're like I love you but you're in a shit of trouble right now. Yep. I was like that was and then I I think he knew what the risk was. Yeah. We did so, but I I I honestly was pretty. I remember being scared that Chewy was actually going uh, to die.
1: Yeah, well, I was thinking there might, there was a potential for something to happen with them with them both dying and then blowing up the whole thing, like having to blow oh. it up while they're still inside. Yeah, um, yep. Which obviously didn't happen, but uh, I did. I did. There, I did like the fact that people got shot and didn't die. Oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like people got mm-hmm. hit and didn't die. That was pretty. You know, that was pretty awesome. But I, I think it takes some guts to kill Han Solo. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, but I I agree. I think it had to happen. This is this that... was really cool though about Han Solo that like, um, kind of connecting it a little bit to faith since this is a Catholic cod- podcast. Cod passed?
0: What? <laughs> yep, what? exactly.
1: Are you drunk? Okay. Cod passed. Um, but like when he first when he first when he's first looking at the map and he's talking about the Force and stuff, you know, and he's basically you know going back and saying how he thought it was a loaded junk or whatever and then he was like it's true all of it right it was like it mm. was like a conversion oh <coughs> yeah absolutely excuse me sorry <coughs> so I thought that was you know I thought that was cool that like you know he converted to believing in the force and certainly there's still probably many sentient beings in the Star Wars galaxy that do not be- really believe in the force
0: How did you feel about? I know there are some people who are kind of upset that that the character like Ray did not know if the Force was one hundred percent true or not, or that, or that like, or that a guy like Luke actually existed.
1: Well, I mean, what would she have any basis for believing? That the Force really mm-hmm. existed. I mean, the thing is, yep. is, we don't know how old she is, right? So, like, her character, how old's her character? I mean, you could...
0: Oh, yeah, she's, like, probably 19 or right, 20. Right, but
1: we're mostly basing that off of how old she looks, right? Her character mm-hmm. could very yep. well supposed to be, like, 16 years old. Which means if, you know, if luke has yeah, been gone true. since she was two, or before, since before she was born... Potentially, which we can talk about Ray's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, ancestors. That probably should be a big discussion towards the end. Um, but like, you know, he basically could have been gone her whole life, and um, you know, you have the first order going around, and you know, there's probably a lot of people who don't really care, right? Like in the universe, yeah. because they're just doing their own thing, you know? They're it's so. Like I could see how it would get, you know, kind of lost in the shuffle, and you know, if this depending on how much control the first order is in, and, wh- and what kind of information is being, you know, passed out and stuff like that. I mean, it'd be very easy to discredit people, right? Like even, even with Darth Vader, like um, returning to the light side, right? Even if they leave, you know, at the end of Return of Jedi and Luke's like. I converted my father and all this stuff. You're still going to have the remnants of the empire, which the previous canonical works of the expanded universe go into where like the empire didn't just disappear despite that robot chicken uh, thing about it. But, um, (laughs) you know, and the empire certainly would be like, no, that's not true. He's obviously lying to, to create propaganda for the rebellion Like, Mm -hmm. there's no... Nobody truly knows, except for really Luke, that Darth Vader even turned back. So I think in that type of universe, it would be very reasonable for them to have misinformation passed along or not the right kind of information or depending on what kind of grip they have, right? Like, think about, like, what do people in North Korea know right now? I mean, do you think that they know about, like all the little things that are happening over here? Certainly not. You know, yeah. so I don't think it's that crazier outside of the realm of possibility.
0: And I think part of that's going to be answered because there's some comic books and other books that explain what's happened from the end of Return of the Jedi. And I believe including Star Wars Battlefront up until The Force
1: Awakens. Well, they're going to do a whole thing. I mean... They're setting themselves up. It's funny because when I... I'm going to tie tie back to... When I went to see the first Lord of the Rings movie and it ended, there were all these people that were, like, upset. Because it's just, like, Sam and Frodo, like, on a ledge or whatever. And they're like, that's Mm -hmm. how it ends. And I'm like, do people know anything? There's two more books. There's two more movies. (laughs) Yeah. Right? So I I think there's a lot of people that are, like... That I've seen that are, like, what's the First Order? What are the Knights of Ren? They're, like, all upset about it. But, like disney uh, disney's smart right like they saw that star wars you know through the expanded universe was very profitable and they said we're gonna buy it and they're gonna do the same thing they're gonna fill in with all sorts of books and i do have some concerns with this new expanded universe even though i have a couple of the comics right now and i'm planning on reading the books that are out so far um I have some concerns that they're going to focus more on cartoons and comics and video games and young adult novels because it's Disney and that the, like, adult, like, mm-hmm. the regular novels are going to kind of fall by the wayside, which would be very disappointing. And, I'm, I, you know, I do have a concern about where this new expanded universe will go. Also, I, I know the first first book has ter- just terrible reviews. And I know, I'm assuming that all these, these little... on. Un- un- uh, on the website on the catching foxes website all these little synopsises are from gomer and not from you
0: oh the books
1: the the new yeah co- oh yeah yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. it's really yeah, funny because the aftermath the one that has terrible reviews that i'm still going to read which is the only like or was the first main novel that came out his first line is this one wasn't as awful as the reviews
0: so so <laughs> well, it's sort I, of yeah. awful like, it's not, he also listen to the audiobook. It's
1: not, it's not as awful, but it's still kind yeah. of bad. And so, like, that does give me a little bit of concern about the expanded universe. But the point being is that's what Disney's doing. The reason why you no, don't know I, all I, that stuff is because they're going to make a lot of money writing books and video games and TV shows, you know, doing the expanded universe because they saw that's what kept it alive really
0: before. Well, and that's part of the fun of Star Wars right. is... Like, so in... When you write – if um, you were to ever write a, a screenplay, there's this um, idea that really great movies, like, they they acknowledge that, that the audience is smart. So they, you actually don't want to explain everything, which is exactly what the prequels do because then it's not interesting. Right. Then you're not using your brain because you don't have to explain midi chlorians. There's no reason to. And you and I really don't think for the purpose of this movie, you don't have to explain how did the first order come about. All you need to know is that it exists, and then you have all that other fun outside of there with all of the comic books right. and, which and is all it, the which books. Which is exactly
1: what they're going to do. They'll have a whole yeah. comic eventually. Probably not until like later until after episode eight or nine, they'll have a whole book series or a whole comic book series or something that's all about, then it'll be Star Wars, the Knights of Ren. That will be the whole basis for a a series of expanded new expanded universe
0: books. Yeah, I really, I, so I've heard that there are some people who are um, upset that we don't understand that. Like the resistance is like, isn't bigger but or like you don't know exactly what it is and to me it it, like it makes total sense they're trying to uh, resist the first order right and the republic already exists they're probably doing their like own thing who knows how much they actually know about the first order or if people even think they are a credible threat because again what if it is just a bunch of like young kids 20s but the 30s, just being all like, we hate our society, we want to change things. They're just going to ignore them and, and go on, on with their day until, holy shit, they've got a star, they have a star killer thing.
1: Well, I heard the kind of, one, one of the ideas behind it was that the Resistance are people who would affiliate with the Republic but are currently in, like, star systems or whatever that are kind of almost or under the thumb of the First Order, ones that they're uh, looking mm-hmm. at. And so the basis for them being the resistance is the fact that they're, they're located already in an area, but you know, I don't know how much there That is makes to sense, it, but I, you know, I agree with what you're saying too. I,
0: I, I also heard a thing that, um, princess Leia. Well, sorry. General She'll always be, she'll always be royalty. Uh, to me, uh, she actually, by the way, we need to talk about him. Um, she, one of the reasons why she's why she's involved with the resistance is because she really kind of doesn't like the republic. Not that it's bad, just that like she just, like doesn't like politics. She just prefers to be doing this other yeah. stuff. So, who do you think he was? Do you think he's anyone important from the original trilogy? Who are you talking about? the uh, The old guy uh, who they got complete, the from. Uh, we kind of looked him up. He's a completely
1: new character. There's not much story on he's him new. yet. Okay.
0: Okay, some um,
1: people think there's going to be some kind of relation between the fact that he's on uh, Jakku and so is Ray. Yeah. So, who do you think Ray is? Well, I mean, she's so first. St- well, actually, I, that, I want. Let me just say one real, th- real quick thing that I love about Kylo Ren, and I think it kind of ties into some people's kind of why they're up, they were kind of upset with. I think the fact that Rey learned the Force so quick and she was able to, like, use it against Kylo and people were like, how can that be and stuff. But I think, you know, he shows instances where he's strong in the Force, but only because the other people don't know the Force at all. I think he's still relatively young mm-hmm. with the Force and I think oh, inexperienced yeah. with it. And I think that's why, like, she was able to at least kind of hold him back, which is another thing that they really did right. The Force users were not invincible. I hated that about the pre- Yep. It's like they're just, yep. you know, dodging away bullets and stuff like that instead of just being like, like in the, you know, expanded universe, there's only a couple times where, like, Luke, who's like the Jedi Master of all Jedi Masters, and I know this doesn't necessarily matter now, but it matters in the way that I look at it, there's only a couple times where he, like, really imposes the Force on somebody. So I don't think it's, like, the impression I get is that it was never just, like, something that it's, like, I can wield unfettered all the time as long as I've been trained mm-hmm. as a Jedi. I, I think there's yeah. more restriction on it than that. And I think they did a good job with that. And I love that he, because somebody I went with was, like, disappointed when he took his helmet off that he just looked normal. And I was, like, I loved that. Because, oh, that was,
0: that's, because yeah, because was I thought like the same he was thing.
1: Obsessed, So obsessed with Darth Vader that he's wearing... This this mask even well now he probably will I mean maybe want to wear it more because he's got a big cut on his face but you know he's wearing this because he wants so bad to be Darth Vader even though he doesn't need it
0: and the mask is clearly a um, homemade mask mm-hmm. like you can kind of tell yeah. that it, that it's been welded together right. yeah I I don't yeah I thought it was like that's exactly I mean I I love that character mm-hmm. I I really like. That is, on so many levels, what Anakin Skywalker should have been—right, someone who feels pulled and is tortured. Of course, they try to say that he's, but I, I don't want to bash on the prequels because they're shit, and everyone knows that.
1: They're so but bad. But I do. I try. Oh, so I bad. tried to watch *Revenge of the Sith*, and like. R2-D2 blows up two super battle droids or something by himself. And then they're like on the bridge trapped and they're like surrounded by like 20, 20 separatists and and droids. And he just turns into like a R2-D2 just turns into like a flying Swiss army knife and they break out. And I'm like, this is so stupid.
0: Well, you know, what's what's really odd is that they did some stuff like that with um, with like the BB-8. But he's such a fun character, and it's so quick. But
1: they didn't overdo it. It was just, like, he stuck, yeah. stopped himself from falling when they were flying in the millennium. Yeah, and,
0: and when he does, like, the lighter, like, the thumbs-up thing. Yeah, but
1: that was so minimal. He didn't, like... Oh, I, yeah, oh, I was, totally, So yeah. I was watching Empire Strikes Back, and, you know, like, R2, there's one scene, it's towards the end, and they're, like... I think it's, like, after Lando's breaking him out, and he's like, follow me. And R2-D2, mm-hmm. like, straight up runs into a wall, and you know it wasn't supposed to happen, but they were like, we're not redoing this take. This is the best we're going to get. He runs into a wall and, like, backs up and then keeps going. And, and, and But, but <laughs> before, before Empire Strikes Back, he can, like, fly around and shoot oil and has, like, rockets. But in Empire That's Strikes so Back, dumb. he can't even drive straight.
0: Well, and he's got that great line in, in Empire that that I love when and C three PO responds with, "Well, of course I've looked better," (laughs) like just little things like that that I felt that they gave the new droid such a great personality. Mm -hmm. So, but I want to go back to Kylo Ren. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he's Han Solo's kid, which is. Brilliant. You have to have Skywalker drama. This is, this right. is Star that Wars. That
1: is from, if you didn't know, that is from, that is taken from the Expanded Universe. So one is ben, one, his one name of, or, uh, Ben though? No, no. His name's Jason. But w- the Solos have three kids in the Expanded okay. Universe. But the one of the boys ends up becoming like the Sith Lord that they're battled is the main, you know, villain in one of the series of books.
0: And he's killed by his sister, Correct. right? Yeah, I, I kind of hope that Kylo Ren doesn't turn good. Oh, he! I think it would suck if he did. Yeah, like, it I would don't want to see the like, same exact
1: thing. I think he. I yeah, think he, yeah. I think he has to stay evil and die. I don't think he should be redeemed.
0: Yeah, I don't. I would be. I would be okay if he has that. I, I'm okay if he's tortured, like in the sense that he feels drawn towards. Of the light, I think that's really cool, and I think that really could tie into the idea of trying to balance of the force that, like, right. you know, it was just it was really cool to be like, oh, like people on the dark side can be drawn towards like right. the light. That's kind of interesting, right. um, but I, I just yeah, I don't want to, I don't want this to be about his redemption as much as it is about his tragic downfall. Right,
1: that would be so, so much more interesting.
0: So, okay, so. Really, really quick. Do you want to go into the last shot, or do you want to go into and 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 then we'll go into who is who who is Ray, or do you want to go in the Ray and then no? I mean, I think you should go
1: into the because I think obviously the the most going to be the most heated debate for the next year and a half is going to be who Uh, Ray. I can't wait. I can so I'm I so excited talk about the final shot first.
0: Okay. So it's a beautiful shot out in, out in, um, out in Ireland. And I, I actually had heard of these islands. I don't remember what they're called, but they were, they've got all these old like, monasteries built by these, I think it's like a thousand years ago by Irish, uh, Christian monks. And then they, and it's actually incredibly hard to get to which explains why it was filmed during the daytime as opposed to night cuz it's incredibly dangerous there. And so they build up this They so they say that this area is a Jedi temple, mm-hmm. which is awesome, so cool. And she goes and she sees Luke and Mark Hamill is a fucking great actor. Yeah. Like that was there was so like like what do you like what did you take away from, like what do you think Luke, like, what do you think Luke was experiencing that?
1: Real quick, Skellig Michael, and I've heard of that before. That's the place. Okay. Um, okay. I don't know. I ha- P- so I have to. T- the first time I saw it, Peter, like, was kind of laughing because he he thought Mark Hamill a- didn't age well, and so like I I actually didn't have an emotional response because of Peter the first time.
0: That would have been so Peter,
1: <laughs> friggin' <freaking> bastard. <laughs> He was so, He hates J.J. Uh, I know. He was so, like... He was kind of... I could tell, like, he didn't really like it as much as other people I know. People we did. talked
0: about it. I almost wanted to have him on, but he never responded. So
1: anyway, the second time I saw it, I thought it was, it was so awesome. I mean, what does he think going to happen? I mean, everybody has to remember this isn't right after Return of the Jedi. It's 30 years <laughs> later. You know, and I like, love I loved that. I loved the last scene. I love that he had no
0: lines. Oh, and I thought he looked. I mean, listen, Mark Hamill. God bless him. God be with an ugly stick, because in between A New Hope and Empire, he got into a really bad car accident, mm-hmm. and they did a lot of plastic surgery on his face, mm-hmm. and it never really like set well. So that's why he looks like ah. But we all, I mean, during the last two films, So
1: it, it's like because most people in our life we see age, right? Just Im- I mean, you yeah. just imagine if you didn't see somebody for thirty years and then you saw him again. They're not going to look. not going to look the yeah. same. And he's not. And he's been a voice else. actor.
0: Like yeah, Harrison Ford is
1: easy because you age because he's aged with you. You know what he's looked like through that time.
0: And I brought in my bias towards Harrison Ford being old in Indiana Jones and how much that sucked and how odd it mm-hmm. was. And I mean, it was, it was it was how they played Indiana Jones as an like you just there's this one part where there's like an atom bomb that explodes and he hides in an old like like in an old a refrigerator and it's just like the dumbest thing an atom bomb and apparently when you're like 70 you can you can survive being tossed around a refrigerator during an atom bomb explosion. Anyways, um, but he. He looked great. Yeah. Like he looked because I mean, like he's had, he's had a pretty good, uh, he's had a great career as a voice actor. He's I mean yeah. he's you know he is the iconic. He's in the Batman animated stuff mm-hmm. as a Joker. A lot of video games. Like he's, I've heard he is a great actor just regardless. And I I, I when I saw well, Luke I saw what I, like a lot of pain, regret, and like a little bit of hope but then a like oh, this yeah like like almost like he knows what this means and he is ready but it hurts him that it's come to this
1: yeah. but I, I, think I don't know world, I just was I so excited also by it. obviously the little bit there there's gonna be the emotion at seeing the lightsaber
0: yeah, yeah. oh yeah like I think it's that is the what we saw, and I'm still trying to process this, which is, to me, like the sign of a great actor because there's just so much happening there. I mean, he he really did it. I mean, it was for a short amount of time as he's on screen. It was incredible. Um, it's like he, it was all the pain of that that goes along being a Skywalker mm-hmm. with... But still intact was that little bit of hope and goodness that is Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. He will always have just like a little bit of that. He's the a naive kid with a heart of gold from Tatooine. How
1: friggin' awesome would it be, though, to be Mar- like be Luke Skywalker? Oh,
0: that's like, I, like, I, I used to identify Luke with him. Oh. I know. I know. I used to identify with him so much as as a kid because my name was Luke, and growing up in a charismatic uh, a charismatic uh community, uh, the force was very easy to understand.
1: He's, well, and you and Mark Hamill have very similar body types, so:
0: Oh yeah, completely. His
1: hair looked almost um, as good as yours.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, so Luke's got, got a robot arm.:
1: Well, he always had the hand.
0: I know, but it's still pretty cool that like the like like all of the all of the tissue has gone. Right.
1: Now. Oh yeah, yeah, that so, was that, that is cool.
0: Yeah. What do you think what do you think she's doing when she pulls out the when she pulls out the lightsaber?
1: She's I mean, I think obviously she's saying this belongs to you. Yeah. You know, this is yours. And she still I doesn't. I, I still think like she was forced to use it. You know, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, she was uncomfortable with it at first. You know, I think she's saying, well, yeah. "I brought this back to you."
0: Yeah, and I, I, I. But I think it's it's important that like she said. I, I think, but she's she's so she. I believe she's trying to present it to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, obviously, she's trying to do that. But I believe there's a little bit of, of like, a layered uh, part uh, underneath that where she's also, like, saying, I have this. Why do I have this? Mm-hmm. Like, can you please explain to me why this came to me? Right. Like, why do I have this? Right. <laughs> and um, and so I think he's... So, so this obviously then goes into the next question, which is... Who is she? Which is brilliant because it ties into one of the trailers, which I love. Which I didn't even like say to her, but yep. you know they go. So who is who is right? Who do you think she is? Well, I, I mean, she's obviously a Skywalker. See, I don't know. I don't know if I. I, I mean, she might be. I think she, she has she, to she could well, very well. because
1: so Maz knows who she is because Han Solo tells her, but the screen cuts away. Then later on, yeah. when she goes downstairs and touches the lightsaber and has all the flashbacks and stuff, Maz tells her. It was Luke's, and it was Luke's father, and now it's calling to you.
0: But I don't get the—I never got the impression beforehand that Han knew who she was. Because if he knew that she was a Skywalker, I think he would have treated her very differently.
1: Yeah. I I really honestly— I think the way he treated her was very strange and very un-Han Solo-like. So I think there's there's something there. I think, think so. he had some kind of suspicion.
0: That, well, yeah, I mean, I would I would agree I would agree that maybe he had some that he that he had like a hunch or a fear, <laughs> not, not a fear, but like oh, you know, like I'm suspicious of who you could be, but I don't think he knows for not sure until he explains it to Moss, who was awesome, mm-hmm. by the yeah. way. That was the best CGI. It was the best CGI character that I've, that I've experienced since King Kong or, or I'll say planet of the apes.
1: I don't, I think that there's a lot of stuff that they didn't show us where he, where he is sort of, um, where he may kind of get the idea. One of the, one of the main theories that I've heard is that, in the time that he and Leia kind of broke up, that potentially she was pregnant and he never knew it.
0: But I, I see. Okay, but here's the thing. I don't think it, I think um, Kylo Ren is a lot older. I mean, so, so the guy who that actor, he is already, right. I know he's got a young face when he doesn't have like facial hair. So he could easily pass for his early for his early twenties, but I don't think it's really been I don't think Han and Leia have probably been split for I would say about five years. Yeah. I don't really think it's been I mean maybe a little bit I mean maybe up to like eight years.
1: Kylo Ren gets pretty upset when he finds out it's a girl. I think that he has an inkling of
0: who she is. Or, or, or he's had some type of vision. Yeah. So, I mean, he, I think the the lightsaber thing to me points to Skywalker because, because because Maz Mm -hmm. says
1: to her, and now it's calling to you. It's not just like, it's yours. It's not just like, okay, like this is a lightsaber. You can take it. Like it's for you. She doesn't, she doesn't have any basis for thinking that, um, Ray is force sensitive at that point because she hasn't used the force at all. The only way she would know that she was force sensitive is if Han revealed to her that she's, if Han revealed to Maz that Ray is a Skywalker.
0: Yeah. And you know, um, Han does offer a job uh, to Luke during a new hope. Mm-hmm. So you have, a, and you have a lot like parallels. I mean, which almost she too has, many, but and,
1: and she inherited the millennium Falcon and Chewbacca. See, I, yeah. I perso- What I personally think is she is either Han and Leia's kid or Leia and somebody else's kid.
0: See, because I don't know. I really don't think... I mean, this this could be the Catholic part of me coming out with the Catholic part. But, like, I almost don't want her... Like, I want Luke to be a virgin, which sounds really weird. Well, I think but he, I, I mean, I think...
1: And he very well could be the father, you know, because you never know because of his ancestry and Anakin and stuff. But you would think that Luke would have taken the Jedi call to basically celibacy pretty seriously. And that's another reason why I think that she's Leia's kid. I also think brother-sister is much more compelling than cousin's.
0: Yeah, it could be... But they're all part of the same... Yeah, but we've already done the brothers as well, but not as enemies. Though. Right. It it could be that she was actually... So, it's implied that Anakin is a virgin birth. Right. That could be the case here. With who? That, like... Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, maybe, like, maybe like with, like, Leia, but, like, she'd be too old to have... I mean, I don't know. Because, like, it's... I, would, I don't see, like, Ren... So I, I don't, I don't, I don't like see like Ray being any older than 21.
1: Yeah, I don't either.
0: So that puts her really close to, I don't know.
1: Well, that's still, I mean, I mean, you can't think too logically about how old Leia is or how old Carrie Fisher yeah, is. Yeah, that's
0: true. It's
1: you true. know, like, I mean, it's in a galaxy far, far away. A lo- or a, a yeah. long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So I just think, like, so I specific, I, to say the second time I watched it, I specifically was trying to pay attention to her and to the things that that pointed to her. Now, the, I mean, there's a couple things where I was like, maybe she's Boo's kid, then it would bring me back. And two of the main things to me, and one of them is probably just, you know, BS, is, you know, obviously there's the scene where, Kylo tells her that Han Solo is the father she wished she had, and he would have disappointed her, or whatever, you know, which can mm-hmm. be taken either way. Um, and and the other one, which is probably not as big of a connection. I still think it kind of matters, but for two reasons. When when at the end, when he says Han Solo can't save you anymore, I think that. There's two things a I mean, w- you know it's like why that focus on Han Solo. He doesn't know what happened beforehand or how much Han Solo saved her. And f- for all Kylo knows, Finn is the main person who saved her. I mean, he's the one who battled him. And I felt like the way he said Han Solo was the same exact way that he said it on the bridge. almost like I'm using I know you're my father, but I'm using your name in this way, like I almost felt like this was like hurt him saying father can't help you anymore. Oh yeah. Because I felt like the way he said it was exactly the same. And the fact that he said that made me feel like he, like he was kind of saying to her, our father can't protect you anymore.
0: Yeah. (sighs) To me, I can't wait to freaking like nitpick that thing. Just see who she is, because it's really, I mean, I—I I mean, and honestly, I'm okay if she's just a random girl. But, I, I mean, I, I think there's a reason why her parents dro- or whoever dropped her off there.
1: Well, I th- and that goes back, too, to the connection of Leia, right? Because that guy that she was friends with was on Jakku. So, like, mm-hmm. there was th- this yep. idea that, like, the reason why she was left there or that guy was there was be- because of that. Because she is Leia's old friend, and he was there to kind of keep an eye on her, potentially.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, there's also an idea that Leia gave her up because of whatever was happening at the time that she gave birth. And that she was with parents who weren't her real parents who dropped her off there. You know, Mm. which, which... then would allow Han Solo to kind of know who she was. And even though we don't see him admitting that, that doesn't mean that he never does. It's just that stuff mm-hmm. is purposely left out so that we are talking about it right now instead of them just telling us.
0: Yeah, and, like, and I really hope, but no matter what it is, I hope they don't really spend too much time on it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if you look at, Empire when when they have the whole you no know, I am your father part they don't go really quick your mom was this girl in like Padme we we right. hit it off when like she was like you know eighteen and I was eight right. that's a little bit off well, I
1: think all, you know, I think what it would like, be would it, it would fa- I think that they would just reveal it to us and that would fall back into the things that they'll do to make more money through these yeah universe, yeah
0: yeah where they'll that's, tell the whole mm-hmm.
1: backstory of why she ended up yeah. on Jakku and all that business after. I think that, um, you know, it'll be revealed like that. I, I think, you know, I think there's going to be a little bit just like in the first, just like in the Force Awakenings, there was um, there was a lot of mirroring. A New Hope, I could see that happening in Empire as well, right? Because the end ends with her in a remote place with Luke Skywalker, you know, where she could be doing yeah. training while you while it's you know. Underlined by the other story, which is the action, which was something else that they did really well. Like the action wasn't the main part; the oh, action was yeah. the background to
0: the characters. Yep, you like you are like I, I knew when Kylo Ren started to started to fight Ray. Well, actually, even when he started to fight like Finn, I knew it was going to be good. Because I cared so much about those characters. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like... And this is also, like... I, I'm coming in this... Having tall, like film class. And that. I just, like... I could tell what it was going to be like. I was like, I'm so glad it's not going to be anything like the prequel. Like, any other prequels. In terms of those, like, flying all over the place. Crazy, like, lightsabering. Like, I just want to... It's more of a battle of wills. Right. That's going on. And so... And I, I really liked that they had a guy who really barely knew anything about the Force, really had no interest in being a Jedi, using, or he didn't have like a fascination with the Jedi. He just used a lightsaber because it was a right. weapon.
1: I thought that was cool. That was great. That was cool yeah, I was thinking about, really? like, when the ground broke apart, if it George Lucas had been in charge, she would have, like, flipped over and killed Kylo <laughs> Ren, and then they would have had to come
0: up with Code Dooku. And there would have been, like... A tentacle that was uh, coming out to grab a person in there. Um, yeah, it was... It was I, I, I don't the know. part
1: was really good. There was just... I mean, we could go into so much more, but there was so yeah. much.
0: What did you not like? With Anything off, off the top of your head?
1: <laughs> the only thing that I really... I mean... I'm glad that they kind of did a new spin on the Mega Weapon... And that they were pulling from the power of the sun. I mean, obviously that was mm-hmm. very similar. Uh, I would have liked to see some more different um, ships instead of just X wings and tie fighters. Yeah, you know, I thought that uh, would have been like some Y wings or something. You know, some other things. The Y wing. Um, yeah. The one thing that I, th- the one thing that I thought was kind of weird, and I'm sure if I looked up, somebody could explain, but how did she know? that she could, like, basically influence that stormtrooper's thoughts. That was the only time that I was... Re- that You know, because a lot of people are like, how did she know the Force so well so quick? But the only thing she really did was that and have a slight... A- and pull the lightsaber out of the snow. So I don't know why well, people yeah. are like, yeah. be like, oh, she has this mastery of the Force. It's like, no, there's no indication of that at all. Well, when...
0: Well... Yeah, here's how I kind of like wrote that off. Well, not wrote off. Like here's how I explained it to myself. One was that she had that she had like force battle with Kylo Ren, he was trying to read her mind, and she saw that she could read his, and kind of like have like a battle of that stuff, a battle of the force with minds. Two, she does have some like knowledge of Luke Skywalker sure. and the Force, so perhaps that had gotten out mm-hmm. there, but. And I did like how she used the Force at the end during the battle, which really just oh, pushes him back. That was kind of cool. But mm-hmm. I had a really big issue that when they got back to the planet after Han had died, that Chewbacca just walked right past Leia.
1: Oh, that well, that was the other thing. That was the other that thing. That really bothered me. But that was the – it was almost – I don't even think it was just that. I think it was because Leia was going to Rey, which is the other thing to me. That makes it seem like she's their kid, yeah. because Ray yeah. just met Han Solo. So why would she be the one she goes to, unless yeah. unless they now have re- re- revealed to her, but not revealed to us that mm-hmm. um, that that because yeah. I I didn't get upset by that. I took that as well. Something's going on here with Ray that we don't know. No. And I think that yeah. it points to the fact that Leia and Han are her parents.
0: It just really, it just bothered me. Yeah, it just because like that's not what Chewie would do. Like I, when Han died, one of the things that hurt the most was when Chewie screamed because mm-hmm. it just was like you. That's immediately I was like, oh poor Chewie. Like it just, and that was so like they they did a, it was so powerful. Mm-hmm. They, did, they did a great job, and then actually when. Um, when Chewie, when he shot Kylo Ren, I actually out loud went, yeah, Chewie, <laughs> like that. Oh my gosh, I told somebody that
1: if I would have cheered, if Lando Calrissian showed up. Oh, how
0: fucking badass I that would have been. He's, yeah. somebody's. somebody,
1: one of the high school kids theories is that they're going to have some kind of memorial service at the beginning of the next one for Han and that will be like his cameo.
0: And Lando and he's like you motherfuckers, and just goes in and, like blast no, everyone. No,
1: he'll be there for the memorial
0: thing. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just, I just, I just want to see like, I just want to see Lando just coming in. And just oh, one of my favorite parts. Okay, so two things really quick. One, when they were on the Star Killer and the blast doors open, and Chewie just shot him like without even like mm-hmm. thinking. I, I just thought that was great. And two, when Han shot the stormtrooper on the side, just like without even like yeah. looking. I just was like, "That's so." I think they solo. did a good
1: job with the movements of people after they got shot.
0: Yeah, yeah I felt like, yep.
1: like even in the original trilogy, which is obviously so good, but you know, like I feel like it was they just like, even those things, you know, that's what I mean by like they did so much right.
0: Yeah. So, and then the only thing that I didn't like about it was. Well, sorry. Besides the whole Chewy not going at Leia, was that the music was very forgettable? Mm-hmm. There was, I mean, even like I know this has been re- This has been repeated a million times. But the best part of the prequels was the soundtrack in uh, the Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. Nothing, and I, I just, I hope it's not because John Williams is just like really old. I'm not saying the old. I, I feel like. You know this uh, this podcast could could be like easily titled "Old People Can't Do Anything." I'm not trying to say that at all, but like it just like John like John Williams was that was a big swing in a in a hmm Besides all the classics, it just was like – because, I mean, it really got to the point when she held up the lightsaber at the end and they played what – I think it was like Luke's theme. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, Star Wars music. Like, I actually had that thought. I don't
1: think that I was a huge fan of Kylo Ren's music.
0: Yeah, just so I'm hoping that that, – again, it could be just, you know, like you can't bat a thousand. Right. So it could be that, or it could be perhaps, you know, I mean, he is 83, so...
1: I mean, it's going to be hard to, I mean, it's got to be hard, no matter what. It's like, you know, I mean, like bands, when they're trying to, like, you know, do something new, and it's like, uh, gosh, you just really didn't hit it. Especially when you have it, like, juxtaposed with everything that's, all the music that's so good and so memorable. Yep. You know, from the first one, it's going to be, you know, really hard. By the way, quick side note about the original trilogy. But do you know what the name... Do you know what the cantina band is called? Do you know what their official name oh. is?
0: Oh. Um, no. They're
1: called the Jizz Whalers. <laughs> no. Yeah.
0: no they're, are yeah, you look serious? look up
1: on Wikipedia on Star Wars. That's a the, the,
0: Wait, the the Jizz
1: Whalers? No.
0: That's a great... <laughs> That's
1: a so The Jizz awesome. Whaler is a term for a musician... Who specialized so in cool. playing Jizz songs? This is off of <laughs> this is off of Star Wars Wikipedia. Oh,
0: it's perfect! It's absolutely perfect. The um, play that song one more time. I was exactly what I was doing. What was my next? Play the same song. I got that from Aaron Moss when he uh, he texted me that or something before it came out. That's I think they so actually rad. have two songs. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what about
1: the fact that one of the one of the side movies coming out is young Han Solo, and there was a young Indiana Jones, and they're both played by Harrison Ford?
0: Ford. I, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about Rogue, one. Rogue, Rogue yep. one. That looks cool. Like, in a nutshell, okay, so two things, but let's start with this. If you could describe this film, like how... You feel about this without having uh, without having uh, without having to go into any of the characters or the plot. Why did you like this movie?
1: I, I mean, I kind of think it goes all the way back to the thing I said at the beginning. I feel like Star Wars has been redeemed. I think it was taken back. I feel like you know it was bastardized, and I felt like the prequels were movies that were trying to rip Star Wars off, and this was Star Wars again.
0: Yeah. I mean that, that, I think yeah. that's
1: it. This yep. was Star Wars again.
0: I agree 100%. It it was such if this is what a lot of I mean there're going to be other obviously from here until they stop doing this. There will be a Star Wars every year from here on out. Not all of them will be part of, of the main I think all of the main like saga ones at least until episode until episode nine or every other mm-hmm. year, or something to that effect. So, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but I agree. It was like it's like Star Wars. Like this is like it. It totally like it's back. It, this is what I wanted to happen in nineteen ninety nine. This
1: is what everybody wanted to happen in nineteen ninety nine.
0: Yeah, but, I, but so I know, it's like I
1: really true. I think going back to the beginning too. I really think that without the prequels, I don't know if this would happen. I don't know that another Star Wars movie would have been made.
0: Well, yeah, that's probably true. That's probably because true. I think that really... we would be
1: 30 years removed from the last Star Wars movie. I mean, I, I mean, guess there's know... the whole idea that Hollywood just keeps pumping out the same movie now, like remakes but, and stuff, but
0: I mean, George Lucas brought up to I mean, it always a bit rumored that there was a seven and eight and nine, that there was an idea for a story there. And he brought that up to, I think it was like Mark Hamill Mm -hmm. during either when they did Empire or Jedi. And he was asked, when would that take place? And he had said, oh, like probably, I'm like, when would he film that? And he goes, oh, probably in 2011. Yeah. An idea of like thirty years after right. now, it's towards the end of these characters' lives, and then a new, then a new, you know, yeah. like a new generation comes in. So, well, um, and George Lucas probably would have still owned
1: it, and we would be having a completely different podcast yeah, about how shitty totally. the movie was. That's,
0: yeah, I can, I told because I really think that's that's what I was about to say that it, um, those prequels taught us what Star Wars should not right.
1: be, and also so now put that us we on the path for Disney buying Star Wars and. Like kind of redeeming it, really, and bringing yeah. I mean, as far as the movies go, redeeming it.
0: So, what do you hope for episode eight?
1: What do I? Oh man, I. I mean, I. I hope that it's not. I, I hope that like this one was sort of like a soft re, a soft grant, a soft opening, and that we don't just you know because there were definitely a lot of commonalities between a yeah. new hope and this one. You know, and I think that was trying to bring us back in and say, this is Star Wars again. So what I hope is that it's not just the Empire Strikes Back part two. The first, I just hope it's not the first order strikes back. Mm -hmm. You know, I I hope that it goes a different direction. I hope that they, I I hope that they are are going to find more Jedi and reestablish the Jedi order. And it's not just Rey and Luke are the only two Jedi. Now, I'm not saying they have to all be trained and they have to have a whole Jedi Knight army or anything like that, but I hope that, like, it goes that way, that it's not just like, okay, Luke and Rey are on their own story, just like Luke and Yoda were kind of on their own story, and Leia and Finn and Poe and are doing their own thing over here, and then at the end of the movie they get back together or something like that. Like, I just, I hope that
0: it's new. Well, and... He- yeah, and like these characters, because like yeah, because like, I hope they don't go down the route of of empire, and you know, like you're saying, because these, for the most part, these characters aren't really all together. Like we haven't had a scene, from what I can recall, where it's just um, all of the new characters, mm-hmm. like all of them in one, like like those three. Um, uh, Poe, Ray, and Finn. So, my hope—the the only thing that I would add on to that is that—and I think this is implied—but is that I love these characters, all of the old ones, all of the new ones, and I'm going to include Kylo. I'm going to include Kylo like Ren in this. I hope that I hope that I love them a lot more than I than. I do now, and I and I I already do. So just I just I hope I I hope that I I, I hope that I continue to care about the Skywalker family a lot. And I'm interested. And then we're doing the. I mean, obviously we want to have answers, but I hope there are more interesting questions and other things right. to find out about through the, all that like on the side yeah. stuff as well so you saw, all right last you saw, sorry yeah, go ahead.
1: you can say your let me say one thing last and then you can, oh yeah 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 you saw it both times in a regular theater right yeah so yep. i would highly suggest trying to go to regal has like their version of imax or two and not 3d but an imax because i saw it in regal's like rpx which is their version of imax and then i saw it in a regular theater and it was like mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm definitely going back to watch it in an IMAX. But oh, I'm
0: not really? It was let the last that good? Time that
1: I see the, see Star Wars okay. in the theater be in a regular theater.
0: I'll keep that in mind because I I would love Especially to see it in IMAX. Sound.
1: For me, because I'm such a music guy, the sound. Oh yeah. It was like um, I mean I felt like I was like I felt like I was listening to you know like to it on like five hundred dollar Bose headphones. Oh, speakers. Yeah, that's cool. Then, when I went to see it in the regular theater, I thought I had earbuds in.
0: Oh, yeah, there's a. Yeah. So, that's okay. That is good to know. I would say, if you get the chance, go one
1: more time and try to see it in one of those, like Regal RPX, which is their version of IMAX or IMAX. But I have no desire yeah. to see it okay. in 3D.
0: I'm almost tempted to, only because if I see it another time. I'll if I I will watch it in IMAX and then I'll probably go at least at least two more times Mm -hmm. so if then I, I would not care going to see it in 3D as much as I don't like it it is cool in some instances like there are parts of Avatar that I'm like I mean I hate Avatar as a film it is awful and I really think James Cameron is not the best person in the entire world. I have major issues with some of the stuff that he does. It was kind of cool being immersed in that in that world for like five minutes here and there. I mean, I only really, I only really would have would, enjoyed that for about you know five or ten mm-hmm. minutes. I'd be cool to see if you get that experience of being immersed in Star yeah. Wars. Like that might be, but but I mean, if not who cares right. like I, I, I but like I'm not gonna cry over it so I, I just hope they don't ever i hope that they don't ever do I'm
1: sure because I feel like a m d g guys cry over everything. I kind of feel like <laughs> Kylo Ren would have been an a m d g
0: <laughs> he would have been there's we always had a few guys who were a like few. So. <laughs> I Hey, feel
1: there were like a lot of jocks. be like kylo Ren. like oh my gosh, I wish I could be Darth Vader. <laughs> I'm so torn between the lights and the dark.
0: I I have a feeling that Kylo Ren's favorite Dashboard song is is oh, the same as mine, which is this bitter pill.
1: Yeah, he probably likes that other band that I hate that you like, too. Uh,
0: Copeland? <laughs> yeah, he's a big, big, yeah, big oh, Copeland fan. <laughs> he loves Copeland. Take me now, take me. Yeah, yep. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's a song that's all about like basically a, it's a song to God where he's just complaining and how he doesn't understand him. So that's that's uh, mm. <laughs> that's so true. Okay, heard it uh, last Kylo
1: Ren would have been an AMDG. <laughs> maybe he could have. Maybe he could have been like a fake AMDG or like Jared.
0: <sighs> <laughs> I can't. Uh, so, um, see, here's the thing about guys at AMG. is there are guys who were like me and there are guys who weren't at all, but there is this kind of undertone of like a little bit more of the, like, we, we feel things passionately and we live deeply and, we're, and we are reckless at the joke that no one's going to get. Um, was all right. That, so was
1: that a, was that a Kravaniak?
0: Yeah, it was. <laughs> we'll have that, I'll have that, I'll have that, I'll have
1: that. <laughs> Reckless. Okay, so Um, you were going to say a last thing like 10 minutes ago.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, we don't have to end here, but we're at that hour and a half mark. So, Um, okay, so if you were... Let's not take other prequels because they're crap. (laughs) But you can if you want to. But if you were now... What are your absolute favorite Star Wars films in order? What would it be?
1: I mean, obviously, Empire Strikes Back is the best one.
0: Yeah. And I think that's
1: got to be... Number one, I still think I still think right now, at least until the Force Awakens has been around for a while and we see where the whole series goes, I still would think that a new hope would be two for me. And then I think I would put Force Awakens and then Return of the Jedi, which has its good parts, but it's also got its really hokey parts. And that's obviously Mm -hmm. the biggest problem with Return of the Jedi.
0: Uh, you know, yeah, I, I think everyone, I think that's pretty much everyone in The only caveat that I would add to that is I think that I really do think that the Force Awakens isn't as far behind a new hope as a lot of people. Yeah, I think that they're pretty As close. To make it out to be. I think it's pretty close, to be honest. Close because close it really is. The same yeah. Because you, you have to imagine if Empire's bad. If Empire was a really bad film, and Return of, and Return of, of Return of the Jedi was an even like, worse film, I I think the first Star Wars would be very highly regarded, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure it would be well, like what it is now. So, is and what I'm what I'm really trying to say? Is that, is it, is that I mean, I, I, again, I think M, like Empire. Is one of the best movies ever. Mm-hmm. So that there's only been like twenty of those. So you can't touch that. Right. And Star Wars is great. It is such it is such a perfect film that has tons of flaws. I mean, tons of flaws. But it, it's just like it's just so much fun, and it's just and, and it it hits the right things at the right time. And this film, the uh, the Force Awakens. It absolutely has its flaws, but they're but they are so minor compared to the overall. Right. Just, this is such a great well, it's film. They so. Fit
1: so many different places, you know. Like, I think one of the reasons why I like Star Wars so much is because it's it's kind of like it's almost got like it's like a space western.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: You know, and, and then you have, like, the whole mythological part of it, and there's even us, be you know, as Catholics, like, redeeming it and finding the things that are, like, you know, I mean, you can look at the Jedi and obviously equate them to priests, at least in their teaching, you mm-hmm. know, in the fact that they're supposed to be, you know, protectors and peacekeepers and remain, you know, only kind of with the force, like, with, you know, married to the force, almost like priests are called to be married to the church. So I think there's just so many good things you can take out of it, and so many different things that it hits. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. Um, it's it's kind of interesting with Star Wars because it's. I think it's more easy to screw it up than, than it is harder to make a good one. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, because I I, I think so. I'm not trying to say that like anyone can do a Star Wars film, but it's not that hard to like because they. It's a great. Tem- it's a great template that they. Uh, that you can that 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 they have applied uh, classic archetypes. Mm-hmm. It so it just so it just like works because you have these great timeless ideas and characters put in this real intimate, great space western opera, right? How can you screw this up with like cool things of like you know, like Eastern religions and you've got the whole Catholicism kind of part that's you know in there, Mm -hmm. and it's like you just it's I mean, it's more like you're if you stick to that and you can apply that to like a bunch of different it's you know it's uh kind of like a band. Like um if I want to hear a great um he is legend album mm-hmm. there's there are like, each album is actually pretty it's pretty a uh, unique, but it still has that he is legend kind of stamp right. to it. So so just as long as they maintain that stamp, that kind of like essence of who he is legend is they can make any type of album they want, right. and it will still have that like mm-hmm. feel. And so that, to me, that is really exciting because I, I, I think with episode eight, I love the a director who is doing everything that I that that I have read about him. I've been like this, this could be kind of yep. cool. So
1: yeah, obviously there is the little bit of like nervous anticipation with that, but I mean as long as the story's written. You know, I don't think anybody's Mm going to let him get out of control because the story is the most important part. And that's the thing that sucks about the prequels is that they're so bad that even the things that could be good within the story get lost in how bad everything else is. That's why I'm reading them instead of watching them. You know, because I heard the perfect (laughs) order to watch the first movies in is uh, episode four, five, two, three, and six with one completely wiped out. And I was like, I can't watch them. So I'm going to read them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Have you, and I talked about this on our last episode, so I will keep this short. Have you seen any of the belated media stuff? Did I share that with you? They did the, like, it's basically a story pitch of what if episode one over good, Then they, then they went into each one.
1: No, I haven't seen that.
0: Check it out. It's pretty, it's pretty, I, that's actually, I, I think it's great. It definitely has its flaws, like a few things, I'm Like, oh, but like, it's just a story pitch. So it's not a big deal. It's, and, uh, it's really interesting. And that's what I think I'm going to kind of go back to as, oh, this is what the Prickles actually were. So, all right, well, hey, so this was a, Cap- we're, this oh, was a Catholic
1: podcast, right? Hopefully, oh, yeah, hopefully yeah, you yeah. get my inside joke, but, uh, like, so should we pray now?
0: <laughs> uh, God, if we just come to you with humble hearts. Amen. And open wallets. So box. when I,
1: when I uh, teach a class and I'm out of time and whenever we do prayer at the end of class, I'm like, name of father, son, Holy spirit. Amen. St. Sebastian. Everybody says, pray for us. And I say,
0: name of father, son, Holy spirit. Amen. Let's go. <laughs> so I'm
1: like, we're late.
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, um, this has been fun.
1: Thanks, yeah, man. man for me
0: too. Thank you to all of our listeners. If you stuck with us, we're at about right now. I'm going to edit something, but I bet you it's probably about an hour and a half long. So if you if you actually listen, thank you. Give us a rating and a review on iTunes. We are um, on Facebook. I think it's Catching Foxes Podcast. Uh, we are on Twitter. What is it at C Fox's Pod a Podcast? I'm at the Luke the at uh, lay evangelist Scott anything you want a promoter at all I don't know huh. arcade radio yeah
1: they were a pretty sweet band back in their heyday
0: <laughs> so I've heard
1: no I think that's um, it man
0: cool yeah. man thanks dude thank you guys then we'll insert some cool audio here and now a song from emo Kylo Ren's favorite band arcade radio